Katie almost like killed Shauna twice, by the way. She's like trying to get in the back seat, and Katie's already got it on drive and going. And Shauna's like, I need to get in the seat. (laughs) One, two, What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 57 of the On The Runs podcast, your second episode this week, guys. I am pumped up for two episodes. How about you, Erica? <laughs> I am excited because I feel like, I don't know, this is this is a lot for a Monday, but I'm still, I'm still excited. So it is Monday. We are recording on Monday. This will drop on mm-hmm. Thursday, but this is the review episode or the recap for the TI 10 Miler. Sure is. But before we get to that, I was just pulling out the notes in my bag and I found this in my bag and I'm like, what is this? I got this Amaz- that balloon? Amazon package. It is. This is the balloon that we were supposed to have for our 50th episode and you had to get your hair did. Yes, I your- needed my hair cut. Come on, people. So we had to record We've been over this. extra late, and we didn't get to record the 50th. <laughs> Blow them up right now? What are you doing? We didn't get to record the 50th episode at um, your house. Uh-huh. How does this work? Okay, the valve. <laughs> are you going to blow this up right now? I just found it. It was in the oh, bag. I got my God. triathlon bag here. It was in the little computer c- compartment. So what, am I supposed to stall while you <laughs> blow up a giant <laughs> <laughs> wow, this takes a lot. Is this this is the five? Are there multiple ones? I don't know. This is where we're gonna insert the uh, the Jeopardy, five minutes Jeopardy, later Jeopardy theme song. How does this work? I don't know. I thought it was a biffle bag, a biffy bag. Lori, which, which is it? Biffy, Biffy bag. Biffy bag. <laughs> Actually, have it. It's over there. I we had the oh, guys, teaser. We had a um, we had a guest on the pod recently. The episode will drop in a couple weeks, and she accidentally bought six packs of Biff- Biffy bags. She thought she bought maybe it is Biffle. She thought she's just buying six bags. She bought six packs, so she got like sixty. Six, yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. She showed up, and that was an interesting race for her. Right, can you talk to the uh, podcast family while I blow this up? No. This is a lot. <laughs> is this, like, how's this supposed to work? Dude, I don't know. Anyways, guys, uh, if you weren't able to join us at the TI race this weekend. I'm out of breath. We had an absolute blast. <laughs> so that's what we're going to talk about today. In the meantime. <laughs> are you really going to keep blowing it up? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take an intermission. This is ridiculous. So, anyways, I mean, I spent $8 on it. I thought we might as well get use well, out of it. Well, save it. All right. You got to save it. For episode 500 and just buy well, another Well, I was going to say, if we get to 150 or something by one, <laughs> like, we'll be able to use them. Don't worry. Let's talk about the race. All right. So, a while yes. ago, we announced that yes. you were going to be the new race director for the TI. I'm trying to get comfortable. This one's hard. The TI 10 miler. <laughs> yes. All right. How long ago was that? When we talked about it? Yeah. Oh, I picked this up, was it like January, maybe February? No, when was it official? January or February. Okay, so maybe yep. we had more time than I thought. I thought it was around 90 days, about three months. Well, honestly, yeah, it was, it was really crunched. So 
we put this on way faster than it normally would be because I got a whole checklist from from Chris Lewis. She's wonderful, and she's the 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 woman I've been basically planning this whole thing with her and Lisa from Total Image. And she gave me a nice checklist of like the, oh, yeah. the sequence of events. I read that checklist. Yeah. Lots and it was of like, things on that checklist. It was like six months in advance, do all this stuff. And I was like, um, we only have three months for all of this. <laughs> so that's why I was kind of panicking in the beginning. Yeah, quite the checklist there. And like you said, <sighs> six months to do this six months out. And you're like, mm, geez, six months was three months ago. Basically, it was it was a crammed into such a short period of time. So it was like, go, go, go from the very beginning. Well, let's fast forward until a couple weeks before the race. Sure. The news is out. You're the new race director. Uh-huh. People are signing up. How did signups go? Signups were honestly really slow in the beginning. And then the last couple of weeks, it picked way up. So one of the things that I had to do way ahead of time was order medals and t-shirts. And kind of panicked a little bit. Just last episode, mm-hmm. last week, you said how, you know, there's no excuse for the Boston Marathon not to have enough medals. Right. And then a week later, you're texting me, we have so <laughs> such and such number of people who applied, and you only had three more medals than that. And you mm-hmm. were really nervous about, like, oh, yeah. everyone I was, else. I was straight up panicking. But um, Chris, she, Chris talked me off a ledge. She's like, ten to fifteen percent of people don't show up, and I was like, why? But then you, why? you, you got to think. Why don't you guys show up? You got to think about it. People get sick. People get plans that change. Like stuff happens. But then again, we guaranteed perfect weather, and the weather was perfect. And you would think when the weather is perfect, more people are going to show up. Ten to fifteen percent more. Well, that's kind of what happened with race day signups. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, if they'd listened to us <laughs> in the first place when we guaranteed perfect weather, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have to like wait till race day. But, you yeah, know, I mean, nah. so it, it went like slow and steady at first. And then all of a sudden, we kept getting more and more and more, more signups. And I think it's mostly because you are awesome and kept promoting the, the shit out of it. Yeah, you did a good job. I had a ton of fun doing it. Like I said, I went Mm -hmm. to school for marketing, and this is the first time ever using my marketing degree. It's been how many (laughs) years? Almost 20 years since college. Oh, shut up. Oh, no, that's a lie. Almost 20 years since high school. You're right. Well, yeah. Oh, God, that's gross. (laughs) Class of 2008, Plymouth State. So a lot of people signed up the week of. What else was happening the week of? A lot of planning was going into play here. Man, I was running around like crazy. I had to, we were planning to do uh, like a pre-race day pickup for for bibs. And so we had to do setup for that. And I had to set up part of the course. Yeah, it was just a lot of last minute preparations and confirmations and all that stuff. So a couple days before, Shauna, Katie, and I, we all know what we're going to do. We have cones and signs, and we know where we're going to be stationed during the race. Mm-hmm. What else are you doing in those last few nights to get prepared? Like, I remember you're going out grocery shopping, and you're, like, grabbing this and that. What are you doing? It was basically all the the last-minute things we were finding. Like, one of the things we needed, we added a water stop because it was going to be very warm out that day, and we wanted to make sure that the runners had Looking out for you guys. (laughs) So I had to go buy- Stay hydrated. uh, Like a giant five-gallon jug for for water. Um, Oh, you didn't want to do the trash barrel thing? (laughs) No, I was not prepared for the trash barrel thing. But uh, yeah, it was just a lot of running around. I had to wait to the last minute to buy bananas, because I tried earlier that week. you don't want those to go bad. They were kind of gross. Yeah. 
I had to, we got a nice donation from Stonyfield so Yogurt. So you're buying this stuff. Where are you buying, like just the grocery store, like Walmart, BJ's, where do you, like. I got myself a BJ's membership. Oh, and, smart. You should yeah. go and get their gas too and sign up for whatever membership, five cents off. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I do have their membership now, so. Yeah. It's like another membership oh, or something. Oh, well, though, that whatever. costs extra. So yeah, worth <laughs> I'll it. think about it's it. worth it when you drive a lot like me and can fill up both cars. Well, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, it was just last minute running around, making sure we had plenty of stuff for everybody. So what if you go to a place like BJ's and they don't have bananas? Like you're buying <laughs> a shit ton of bananas. You're, you're buying a crap load of bana- bananas. Are they like, geez, this girl a monkey or something? She loves her bananas. The bananas weren't the weirdest part. I had gone in and I bought like the big packages of potato chips and I had six big boxes of potato chips and I got the looks like everybody I walked by because I had like three cases of extra water and like six boxes of potato chips. So those actually got me the weirdest looks. I'm like, I swear these aren't all for me. Trust me, I do love some potato chips, but can't eat that many of them. All right. The night the night before the race, mm-hmm. what time did you finally get to bed? Oh my God. It was like 11 o'clock at night. Guess what time I had to wake up in the morning? That was my next question. I was up at 3.45 in the morning. I <laughs> I feel like I got a good night's sleep, but then again, I was up every couple hours because I had this like excitement. And it was super nice out that night, so I had the windows open mm-hmm. and like it just felt great. Mm-hmm. And I remember waking up a couple times being like, I should just go now. I should just get up and go now. I can meet you there. Like if I leave now, I can even go and get breakfast and stuff and still beat you there. Yeah. And then eventually though I did. I showed up around six. Yeah, what what yeah. time you woke up at three forty five? I woke up at three forty five. When um, did you get there? I got there a little bit after five. So I live about twenty five minutes away from Manchester. So that I had to factor in. But I also like I was mentioning, um, Stonyfield yogurt donated a bunch of like yogurt stuff and dairy free also yes. um, items. I've yet to try it. Oh, I got some extra for All right. Maybe we'll do it. Maybe, maybe we'll end the podcast with me trying it. There you go. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I had to to pack all that stuff in a cooler uh, the morning of because it was in my fridge and because I didn't want anything to happen to that. It had to be good. And then I stopped at Dunkin's and I got some donuts for the volunteers and a big box of coffee. And so I was trying to make sure everybody was taken care of on race morning. Just as a little thank you for, for volunteering your time. And So you show up. Are you the first one? No, Chris Ooh. beat me. Yep, she beat me by a, f- by a few minutes. What was uh, going on at the start-finish line first thing in the morning? What were your jobs? What were the duties? What was everybody doing? Well, just getting there, we had to unpack the cars. I had Brandon Subaru, and it was packed to the freaking gills. With you continue this, you're going to have to get used to driving a bigger vehicle. I'm going to rent a U-Haul. Yeah, it's still, time. it's a bigger vehicle. Well, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just like bribe Brandon to drive it for me. I can't do it, you guys. I have a tiny coupe for a car, and driving anything bigger than that Subaru is like ridiculous for me. <laughs> Oh man, it's funny. Um, so you show up. We you show get up. There. We're like we're unpacking. Then we had to um, set up the the bib pickup tables, the race day registration tables. We had to set up the like finish line. Yeah, like who does the timing that? chips? So Chris and Lisa are, take care of the timing. 
So uh, they put down the mats and um, like all the equipment needed for that, like the the t- sensors and whatnot. Um, and then we had um, a guy named Steve come and he had a digital finish line, which was wicked awesome. Like it had like all these graphics on it and you could see like your name and your finish time. Yeah, and that's cool. And it was I, very cool. I didn't get to see this. Unfortunately. Next year. Next okay. year, bud. Okay. Uh, so it was just a Ooh, lot of that's a, that's a hint next year. I pretty much already committed to it, you guys. <laughs> so we're going to mm-hmm. do it again because next year is going to be the 10th anniversary, oh, yes. the 10th anniversary of the 10 miler and the 10 K. So it's going to be, so we can say it right now, this will happen next year. Yes. Listen, if it's the 10th year, the 10th anniversary of the 10 mile mm-hmm. and the 10 K, mm-hmm. we're going to have to go big and like with the medals. Major medals here, oh, yeah. big time medals, 10, 10, 10, you know. I figure. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be, it's going to be fun. But yeah, it was just like setting up the DJ booth and. They brought a trailer. For people. They had a trailer. What's inside the trailer? Because the night before, I even forgot to say, mm-hmm. I went and got all your signs that you gave me and about 300 cones. Yeah. And my truck was like a big traffic cone driving <laughs> around. Thank you for that, by the way. I loved it. I wouldn't have had any room for that stuff. I had I was like packed with buckets full of like water station materials, and I had snacks, and I don't even remember what I had in there. Like I just had way too much stuff. Oh, I had to bring water. Like the I had three giant things filled with like the five gallon dispenser things filled with water that I had to bring. I made Gatorade too, and yeah, lots of stuff. All right, so. While everything's going on this mm-hmm. mo- in the morning, what was your stress level? <laughs> Off the chart. Yeah. Now, are you in charge? Like you do this and you do that, and you or was Chris kind of like she was you- kind of helping me out with it because I would I would go do something and then I'd be done and I'm like, well, what do you need now? Like, where can I go? What like I I needed you're the race director. <laughs> well, I had never done this before, so she was she was kind of helping me out with that. But I was like the point person for like um. Mike, the uh, Manchester traffic cop, mm-hmm. like kept coming over to talk to me and asking me questions and introducing me to like the uh, the lead police vehicle for the race. And so there, there were just little like point things that I would have to take. So care before of. all this, a lot of people did have like their jobs. Like I knew mm-hmm. my job and people who were going to oh, be yeah. at a water station. They already had their stuff in their jobs. So that's taken care of. Mm-hmm. You're just taking care of the start finish line area. For the most part, but there were there were people who had to pick up like safety vests if they were volunteering, and there were just little things that needed to be to be taken care of too. All right, and then the one other thing that happened, I mm-hmm. noticed before I left to do my jobs, yes. was the speakers. Uh, yes, so the speakers were the tough part. She's like, "You're going to want to try to hire a DJ," but we didn't get to hire one in time because last minute, and that was basic. That was pretty much my fault, though. And then I was like, "Okay, I'm going to buy a set of speakers." Hopefully these will be good enough. And they're awesome speakers, but where we were set up, the river was really loud. It was right underneath like the bridge. I think it was Bridge Street, right? I think they're great <laughs> speakers for like a party. But a party and yeah. they could even, they're good enough where they could get you in trouble and, and fi- someone five houses down the street oh, yeah. would call the cops and complain about the noise. But like, it was That's just how great they were. Not quite enough to get through all that white noise. And so- when we were getting ready to like begin like lining up and stuff, it was just hard f- to convey it. Like the sound didn't carry quite as well. Sure. Sure. So, well, we'll live get, and learn. We'll get to that then. But mm-hmm. at six 30, mm-hmm. Katie and Shauna arrive. Mm-hmm. 
and the three of us go out and do our job. Yeah. We had the job of setting up the cones. <laughs> yes. So the cones that were in a very straight line that you guys saw, extremely straight. We did a really good job of that. You guys really did though. Like it didn't have to be perfect. We did until the end when we had to fix a lot and we we rushed through it. Oh. But so we we our job our our job was signs and cones. The mm-hmm. first thing we did was cones. We had to line these cones up basically from the start finish line all the way to the end of the condos, so past the baseball field, further than years past, because the course, because of construction behind the baseball field, yeah, uh, we had to go around the opposite way and through the condos. Yes. So I asked Chris, Chris, how far apart should these cones be? And she gives me about the width of two parking spots. So Sean and I kind of judged it to be eight steps. Okay. And so we dropped a cone every eight steps, and... Katie was driving the car. We'll get to her driving abilities later. <laughs> and Sean and I would grab a couple cones, drop drop a few every yeah. eight steps, all the way to the intersection. By the time we hit the baseball stadium, we knew we could probably spread them out a little more because mm-hmm. Commercial Street, I think it was Commercial, that's a little busier commercial. of a street. We needed yeah. a few more cones there. Get to the baseball stadium, we spread them out. Then we ran into our first hiccup. Oh, my God. That the, was stress level like a 1,000 for me. The gate. The gate was closed and it was supposed to be open by seven o'clock. Yep. It's now seven twenty, maybe. Yeah. And we only got a little ways to go and we're realizing we might be low on cones. So now we're starting to spread them out after the gate. We did like every twenty-five feet. Yeah. Because you knew where you were going. Yeah. By that point. Yeah. We just needed some cones. Finally, we found the password to the gate. We took a piece of black duct tape I had <laughs> over the sensor and it kept the gate open until someone did go there and and like locked it into place or something. Okay. I wasn't even there for that. Lucas was or whatever. Yeah. And we got all the cones. But then as we turn around, we're going to do our signs. We know we're running a little behind, but a cop comes up and says, you need to move a bunch of cones here around the baseball stadium. Oh. And he wanted us to move them in. The instructions said basically the middle of the road. It says oh. basically what the instructions said, but he wanted us to basically break a lane in half. Okay, yeah, make a runner's lane, right? So now I am running like every 15 feet cone and then like put it over here, run to the next cone, put it over there about five feet. So you're rushing. Then Sean is behind me like fixing the cones to make them straighter. (laughs) We get in the truck and we're like, okay, we got to do signs. Now, did you notice you guys running? You definitely knew the first sign that was missing was the first mile marker. Which we didn't put on because I think if I go back to the notes, it actually doesn't say place the first mile marker. I'll have to see that. Did you put like the six mile, like 10K marker down? No. <laughs> no, I'm going to get to the ones we did. All right. Uh-huh. So so now we're like rushing mm-hmm. to put out these cones so uh, or the signs. So we go to Third Street. We put out the caution runners on road. We go to Main Street. We put out caution runners on road mm-hmm. in second mile. And then you called us and you're like... What are you guys doing? Where you are? Are you at your post yet? And we're like, no, we're not at our post. We have to go to Electric Street and then this street and put these signs out. And in my mind, I'm thinking the signs are the most important. They need to be there for road crossings. And you're like, I need you at your post by your time, please. That's where I need you. And we were like, okay. That's because there was, like, if you weren't paying attention to, like, the course map at any point, like... Well, you had the cones at the very least, but it's right. very easy to get sidetracked and right. you could have totally gone down the wrong way. So I'm like, I needed at least Katie at her post right in front of Fisher Cat Stadium. And 
so what I did is I sent my sister and her husband, Lucas, down to like the gate just to make sure that people like somebody was there. And I was like, okay, just wait for wait for Eric to get back. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it gets better though. Oh my All right. God. So Katie's driving. Yeah. I'm stressing out. Like they saw me a little stressed because now we're being rushed. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, if if I did anything different, what we would do next time or next year, mm-hmm. I already know what we'll, we'll do. Well, next year it's already going to be easier because we're not going to have to go through the condos. True. Mm-hmm. Okay. But- I was stressing out. Katie and Shauna shot a little bit of a different side of me because you're calling. They're both picking up, but their phones are both next to each other. So we're hearing you twice. And I'm like, Katie, read the directions. What's next? Like, as I'm putting out, I'm expecting Katie to be reading it as Shauna and I are there putting signs out saying, okay, our next one is this street and we need this sign. And but she's on the phone with you, so I get in. I'm like, no, where are we going? Let's go. And then you're like, I just need you you guys to go back. And so we're like, okay, Katie almost like killed Shauna twice, by the way. She's like trying to get in the back seat and Katie's already got it on drive and going. And Shauna's like, I need to get in the seat. (laughs) So I was a little stressed there, but then it's like, okay, fine. You don't want the signs out. It's okay. It's now on the rail trail section. Yeah. You know, people can use their heads. And I know, I knew, I guess I knew there was going to be people there anyways, Mm -hmm. sitting down like volunteers. So now we're driving back. We have time, but just like within mere minutes. Yeah. But guess what? Roadblocks everywhere because of the race. Yeah. So we had this gigantic roadblock. We're on one side of the river trying to get to the other. They're not letting anyone go under the highway. And Katie's like, where do we go? I go, go on the highway. Yeah. So we go from exit five to exit four. We get off. And then when we come back around, Katie gets in, in my mind, the wrong lane. And I'm like, no, go right. Go up Queen City, whatever. Yeah. And she's like, no, we got to go straight. I'm like, no, that's just going to get you right to the exact same place we were. Oh. And then she's like, she finally makes the move. She goes, well, I was going to go on the highway. I'm like, actually, that would have been the smarter decision. <laughs> Katie, you were driving the car. Don't listen to the passenger driver. But we go up Queen and then we come back down. I think it's Elm. And then we, we get down Canal, go like, behind Murphy's uh-huh. and at the traffic light, like they're thinking it's now eight o'clock. The race is starting. Yeah. Katie and Shauna run out of the car and they run down the street. This is the first time you're hearing this, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. For the most part. They run down the street. I knew that they made it to their post, but I'm, I'm didn't hear the details. I run around. So it's like an Indian fire drill around the, the truck. I get in the <laughs> truck and then I'm at the traffic light. Come on. Like the lights took forever, Manchester. What the heck? But they're not letting you turn left. Well, I decided I'm going left and I just yelled to the cop, I'm volunteering. I got to get to my post. And he didn't say anything to me, but then I hear him saying, no, no, no. But it was to the car behind me that thought they could follow me. Oh, okay. Okay. So I get to my post, but um, it was covered by, yes, it was covered by Kimmy and Lucas. Yep. So let me fill in how I was feeling for this. So I was panicking when you guys told me you were running late. So I'm like, I sent them out. I'm like, you guys need to just go cover this post. Because what was their job? So they were supposed to help me set up at the finish line the like water and snack table. So Kimmy's car was chock full with all of the water and snacks. And at this point, it, it was like 20 minutes that passed like the race start. And I'm like, oh, my God, where's Kimmy? And we're like, yeah, she's got to get back soon because like the lead runner for the 10K could be back like anytime. They were flying. Oh yes, they were flying. So I like called Kimmy panicking. I'm like, can you come back now, please? I mean, like she had Lucas there. Well, yes. Yeah. So 
luckily he said something. So when I called, she was already on her way over. Yeah. And I'm like, you got to just come out, like through the back way, go in the do not enter side. And so she made it. We had maybe five, 10 minutes to spare. Well, may- that. the reason they were there taking my spot was I actually then said, okay, I got back in my truck and I drove out mm-hmm. and I went and dropped off a couple more signs that said like caution runners on road. Yeah. Enough to the point where I felt like, okay, I felt really good about, I got them on the major roads I needed. Yeah. And then I turned back and I actually drove by her as she was driving to you. Oh, really? And then Lucas was there. Yep. And I was like, hey, dude. <laughs> Lucas looks like Harry Potter, just really tall one, everybody, in case you're wondering. <laughs> I He's go, a gem. I love Lucas. Do you mind uh, hanging out here for a while? I want to go and get some content. And that you did. And I went and hopped the fence, which was right there. Like <laughs> You were doing what you're totally not supposed to do. There it's was, well, instead of me like run, I could have just, I could have gone in this big loop mm-hmm. and we're talking big. It probably would have been a half mile or I could have just gone a hundred yards up and over the yep. fence and then yep. I'm on the ramp to the bridge. Yeah. And so I did that. It makes a lot of sense. When I was watching your videos, I was like, how did he do that so fast? Because you saw one of the people you saw was Denise, our lovely interviewee. And the Roadrunner. Beep, beep. Yeah. From, from a ways back. And that, no, that's not Roadrunner. Is that Roadrunner? Yeah. That's Roadrunner, right? <laughs> yeah. That's Roadrunner. Yeah. So you saw her coming across the bridge and then you see her again. I'm like, wait a second. That was right. Good. Yeah. You how know, did you do that? That's easy. So that makes a lot of sense now. I'm sneaky. <laughs> it's very, very Sneak, sneaky. Sir. Very, very sneaky. <laughs> oh, boy. So before we get back to my time at the bridge, which was a lot of fun, yes, let's get let's get to back to the start finish line. Okay, all right. When did the runners start to arrive? Because I'm missing all this. I'm already out setting up. When yep. did the runners get to arrive? At the time when I left, there was one runner. It was Mister Three Hundred Five. He was very early. Yes. <laughs> no, he was actually right on time because we said that we were going to start opening up the um, day of bib pickup at six thirty, and he was there. First thing in the morning. Well, first six thirty in the morning, and yeah, he was he was right on time. So if he was there at six thirty, when were the other runners arriving? Uh, they started to trickle in right around that time. I mean, if it were me, I try to get there about an hour before the race starts. So I, I would say around seven o'clock is when they started to really start showing up. What would you say the pre-race atmosphere was like in the area? I mean, it seemed like fun. Uh, we did have music playing. We were trying to pump up the the runners. And is someone on the microphone like giving heads up? Sixty minutes to the race, you know, pre race stretch. Get your stretches in. Make sure everyone's ready. Is someone like talking to the crowd throughout that time? At this point, not yet. So um, Chris was the one who was going to be the announcer, and she was helping with race day signups and just running around trying to to close loose ends too. So. Not yet. All right. Here's the question I wrote down. Okay. Did it feel organized or was it like controlled chaos? So there were little things that kept going wrong. Well, not, I, I can't even say wrong. The, I was probably more stressed than other people. Like we, we did have the, like the volunteers at the bib pickup, they knew exactly what they were doing. That went super smoothly. Um, we just had an influx of, race day registration so we weren't really like there was a steady line of those the entire morning um so we had two people there and there were just little like little fires to put out if, if you will so one of them was the gate was closed and i had to redirect people and uh people kept asking me questions so like Ooh, i was give running me a over question there. well one of the volunteers she was super nice um she 
didn't really know where she was going. She didn't know what she was doing. So I had to like pull up a map and told her kind of where to set up. Uh-huh. And okay. So you mean a volunteer, any racers coming to you with questions and stuff where people like, Oh my God, it's Erica, the on the runs podcast host. <laughs> Can I get a picture? Or were they letting you be knowing, knowing you were working? Um, well, I said hi to the people that that I saw. So, like, I gave Steve a hug. I gave Dave a hug. Um, I don't think I gave Ron a hug, but I should have, even though we we just met for the first time. <laughs> so, uh, I at least said hi. Um, when Rachel showed up, Rachel was volunteering. Um, I got a picture with her because we were with um, her and Jen Sprague. And um, I got to meet Jen. Yep, you got to meet Jen. So, there were a few friends that I got to say hello to. Like, Denise was one of them as well. And... Uh, so mo- for the most part, they they let me do my thing because I was just being pulled in so many different directions. And I wanted to make sure that the race got my full attention. All right. Gun's about to go off. Did you even have a gun? We had an air horn. Air horn. Okay, cool. <laughs> so one of the things going through my mind was like when when the game or the race starts, I'm mm-hmm. talking like a NASCAR race or like a Red Sox game. Yeah. It's like the ticket says 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock. But is that the actual start time? And when we're running behind, I'm thinking like, oh, I hope she starts her announcements and stuff at eight and then does like a national anthem and delays a little so we can make sure we're there. <laughs> I don't think that happened. But yeah, right before the start, you know, everyone gathers around the line. Like, were mm-hmm. you talking to them? Did you say anything? Were you on the mic? Did you even have a national anthem? We did. Um, so the way it went, about 15 minutes before, um, so Chris was going to be the announcer but she was so busy that she's like, can you just go do the announcing? And I was like, oh, no. Like, I got real nervous. I was like, you oh, go, boy. oh, no, I gave oh, Eric no. the wrong job. <laughs> Eric shouldn't be out there at a condo's gate. Crap, I did it. Oh, I'll never, you'll never do that again. I appreciate you, my friend. Um, but so I had to do the announcing. But honestly, I don't even know if people heard me <laughs> because the the mic didn't carry with the speakers and people were in the porta potty lines, which uh, I just feel so bad. I ordered an extra porta potty at last minute because I was worried and there were still lines. But as as races go, the you know your chip starts when you cross the line so it's not going to hold you back if you were a couple minutes what late. was the math we were given on the runner to porta potty ratio um it's between like 50 and 75 um people per porta potty people per porta potty right, i would cut that number in half yes but i wasn't even there but i'm just thinking that number they are so expensive uh, it's expensive yes I had a total of five porta potties because there was one at the um, at like the three mile mark. So you had four at the start finish and one halfway on the course or so. It cost me just shy of eight hundred dollars. Whoa! Yeah. So <laughs> whoa, porta potties ain't cheap. So I apologize for the line. Maybe we but... should buy some porta potties. <laughs> That's gonna be our side business. Yeah. Well, oh, we could rent them too. Yeah, man. I mean, we can. We can. Think about it. Little but. porta potty uh, tip here, guys. The seats, the the ventilation is meant to work when the seat is down. I know a lot, like guys, they're not lifting the seat up. I'm talking. So the seat cover, when you're done sitting on the toilet seat, put it down, and it won't stink so bad. Interesting. Is your porta potty fact of the day? <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> they're designed to ventilate when the seat's down. I don't think I knew that. That's very very smart. So anyways, yeah, there were people in line. I don't think they could really hear my announcements, but we did try to get things started about 15 minutes before. And then about five minutes before, we're like, 
okay, everybody. like we were trying to yell to really get it to carry, um, to just get everybody to the start line. We did have a national anthem. <laughs> so my speakers were Bluetooth, by the way, and like re- people really couldn't hear. And I just felt so bad. So I grab one of the speakers and I try to go run it closer to the runners. It disconnects. From oh, my no. I was like, you're <sighs> kidding me. So I had to go run it back. But luckily, like... It took it took me forever, by the way, to play with these and figure out how to get them to pair to each other with my phone being Bluetooth. It was a pain in my ass. So <laughs> anyways, if we need a DJ next year, if you're a DJ, hit us up. So <laughs> I mean, it we we did get everything started on time. It had an eight AM start time and runners went. It was it was pretty spot on actually. What was it like after they all left and they all run off? And then it's like Everyone's gone. Um, I could breathe for a minute <laughs> until the whole water thing happened where I'm like, oh my God, where's my sister? <laughs> uh, that was just, that was a little bit stressful, but we did get all the snacks set up in time, but it was really, really cool. We got to see like the the lead cop coming in. We're like, there's a, there's a lead guy for the, for the 10K. He did like a 30 something, 38 minute 10K, like- Whew. That's speedy. That is real fast. Man. Yeah. So I want to say um, I gave somebody their medal. I think it was the the first guy. I ran over to him and I gave him his medal because he just went right through the finish and like was bent over all like. Who was handing out the medals for the rest of the race? My sister. Yeah. Okay. She, did a, she did a good job. Um, How did she get the cool job? Well, I was supposed to give it to her and Lucas, but. <laughs> How did they get the cool job? Because. Uh, we didn't think about that when we had the um, the volunteer signups, and Chris was like, "Oh yeah, we need people to do that." And I was like, "Hey, I never again, bothered my again, sister." Again, my for job this. was hang out near the condos gate to make sure the gate stays open, which is <laughs> crucial. It's a it is. Thing. It's a very important job. Yes, and I didn't do it that well because Lucas was there. I went and did other things. Oh, well, that's want... fine. All right, so the race starts. I actually yeah. drove by the start because I'm now going out to put up more signs, and I'm yeah. yelling, "Go, Steve!" And I saw Ron. I'm like, "Yeah, Ron." Yeah. And I was looking for Lena. I couldn't pick her out of the crowd. And there was a lot of others. Oh, I finally got to meet her. Oh, I was so excited to meet her finally. You actually did meet her last year at the Shamrock. Well, meet her again officially. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, when I was finally done with that and I went back, I ran to the... I was like, Lucas, you cool staying here? Oh, yeah, that's fine. Nice. So I ran, and I knew if the gate closed, he could use his Harry Potter, like, wizardry <laughs> and wand. open the gate, his wand. Oh, my um, God. I ran, I I ran to the bridge, and I take uh, my phone out for the first couple runners. And I see the runners coming, so I'm taking a video. And on the video, I can do pictures at the same time. And I'm like, I recognize this blue T-shirt um, from Maine. And I'm well. I don't know it's from Maine, but I recognize it. And I know mm-hmm. I've seen it because I've just seen the t-shirt before. And yeah. it's the one Denise wears. And right as she passes the video camera, I'm like, good job, guys. Denise! Oh, my <laughs> God! That was you. You didn't know she was going to be there, huh? I didn't she know. She didn't tell me. Well, I, I obviously knew because I was the one who got to see all this. I didn't life. know any of this. Because remember, it was your race. It wasn't our race. That is true. It was your race. You had the list. Uh, next year. Partner, maybe <laughs> get in on it, man. Well, I, I would have gone on it on this one. I know, I know, I know. It's we'll cool. It. <laughs> it's cool. I knew this would happen. I knew, uh, I knew it was going to happen one day. <sighs> yeah. I wanted to make sure you loved this and enjoyed it so much where you want to do it again, but you want to do it with with somebody, yeah. and that someone was I, I was hoping was me. Yes, it is. All right. So I saw Denise. Then talk about perfect time again with the video. 
I decide I don't have enough time to make a story. So I'm going to make one post right now and say, I was like, guys, just posting a quick story. I'll post everything later. And by the way, who guaranteed perfect weather? Me. And then I flip the camera and I go, here are the runners. And then here comes the runner and she waves at me. And I'm like, Tracy. Yep. And she goes, guess who I'm listening to? I'm like, are you listening to me? She goes, no, I'm listening to your your playlist though. I'm like, that 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 works for me. Nice. That yeah. works for me. I think it's difficult, by the way. A lot of people listen to podcasts while running and they say, oh, I listen to your podcast. That is one thing I can't do while running is listen to a podcast. I've tried. I don't concentrate enough. I need music. I do right. Mm-hmm. I need the music. Yeah. So, But yes, but Tracy, I, I got I, to say hi to her and Sarah. So they were nice to see you. I love beginning. every one of you and who Ed. listen to our podcast, whether you're running while you're doing it. Yes. Or driving or not. Whenever, however you listen. I love it. Yes. So I saw Tracy. Mm-hmm. I saw Ron saw. I saw Ron, Sarah, Steve, and Dave all on the bridge. I actually called Dave. Because I'm like thinking, I thought he was coming, but where is he? And I want to get back to Lucas because yeah. I don't want to take forever. Yeah. And I called him and I go, he picks up. And I'm like thinking, if he picks up, he's not here. If he doesn't pick up, he's here. But he picks up. So my first thought was, oh, I guess he wasn't coming. <laughs> no, he was there. <laughs> but he, when he picked up and said, hey, he was a little out of breath. I go, where are you? And he goes, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at the race. And I go, okay, <laughs> I'm in the well, middle of it. Leave me alone. Well, where, where on the course? He goes, I'm, I'm about to get on the bridge. I'm like, okay. And I hang up. He's probably like, what's going on? And then there he is. <laughs> and there I am. I'm taking the pictures. And then I hop the fence again yep. so I could run with him at the gate. While I hopped, the, while I went in between mm-hmm. seeing Dave at the bridge and at the gate, this one girl does run by. I'm actually taking pictures of Dave running under the bridge now. And she runs by, slows down, and turns her head, looks at me, and she takes out her little earbud. She goes, you're the podcast guy. <laughs> You've made it, man. I was like- You've made it. I was like, yes, I am. I go, who are you? She goes, I'm Laura. And I go, nice, nice job, Laura. Thanks for listening, something like that. And she runs off. And it's a mystery. I told Dave about it. Mystery girl. Who's this mystery girl? <laughs> Turned out to be Lena's friend. Oh, okay. And she hears awesome. about it quite often. Okay. So she she What's even up, rode in with Lena and Jenna. So Laura, we love you. And that that Super made cool. Laura that that was uh, that made my day right there. I was like, that was so cool. That was your first recognition, wasn't I, it? Yeah. I've had a couple because of I post my outfits on things, and people would be like, "Hey, on the run." Yeah, that <laughs> was like, the yeah. first time I've been recognized, <laughs> with the exception of someone who already knows us and listens. Like I yeah. remember when Katie Sparkle noticed us. Oh, yeah. And she's like at Reach the Beach, Eric from On the Runs. <laughs> it's so fun. So that was cool. Then I saw Jenna mm-hmm. run by the gate. And you know Jenna. So mm-hmm. Jenna is actually Laura's friend and Lena's friend. They all carpooled together. I did not know Jenna was going to be there. Again, another name I didn't know was going to be there. Gotcha. Maybe next year when I'm co-race director, I will see the list of everyone who signs up. But she runs by, and I kind of look at her. I'm like, hey, nice job, and no reaction, right? Mm-hmm. And then I realize as she can close her, it's her. Still no reaction. Got the head, got oh, the headset yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, that's that's Jenna. And Lucas was there. He can vouch for this, and he did to Jenna. I go, Jenna, Jenna, Jenna! And Jenna is like the distance from me to the wall. Okay. Which is like twice the distance from me to you right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, And then she runs up, and I'm like, Jenna! And I'm debating, do I run? And I, I, I had like a 5% doubt. Maybe it's not her and this person thinks I'm weird. And I decided not to chase after her. 
That's like, probably wise not to chase after random women. I wasn't. <laughs> oh my God, that's a story. Can I interrupt this right now? I went on a four mile run today. Mm-hmm. I took my phone to take a picture okay. on the trail. And I take a picture looking forward. And then I flip the camera to take a picture of me and the trail behind me. And what do I see behind me? Within eight feet, a runner. Oh, no way. Freaked me out, man. <laughs> see? Freaked me Not out. Not cool to creep up on people. He freaked me out. And I was um, like, oh, my God. And he laughed. He was like, that was hilarious. And <laughs> see, I, I was you're not dead. expecting it. Oh, that's good. I was dead because I was just doing the uh, intervals. But it's like, you switch the camera. Boom, there he is. Mm-hmm. Like, he was about five feet from passing me. It was it was funny. That's awesome. <laughs> so I saw them. That was great. I, I'm I'm looking. I don't know if I missed anybody here. I saw Jennifer, Lena. Well, Lena did pass Jenna yeah. and Laura. So, so that was my experience. I went back with Lucas, and um, we'll talk about cleanup after. But about this time, everyone's finishing the race back at Arms Park where you were. What was the end of the race atmosphere like? Oh, it was so exciting. I just have to tell you the end of well, actually. So the 10k people obviously finish first. Shorter race makes sense, but. It was like a photo finish almost for the women. So Denise comes flying in. She ended up being the third place female. So like overall female. So go go Denise. You killed it out there. But then coming up after is my friend Audrey. And she is sprinting against this other woman. And this other woman, like she flies through the finish, goes to sit on the grass and pukes. And I was like, Oh my God, is she okay? I had to go over and check on her. I gave her like two bottles of water, but like it, it was a photo finish. I was like, oh my God, this is really, it was kind of fun actually. People are actually like sprinting to to win something. Like this is cool. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah, we, we had a puker. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I just, yeah. I, the, when the when the when the when the host isn't listening, I'm like it's eight o'clock and we're expecting our next person to come on. It's eight oh four now. Did you text them? No, no, no. Wait, I'm oh. just seeing if they're like in a waiting room or oh. something. Wait, you had a puker? We had a puker. Yep, one of the 10k female finishers. Yes. Yep. So my friend Audrey did super or, well. As we learned oh, on God, Mary's Audrey. episode the other day, code green. A, oh, a code. A green. code green. We mm-hmm. had a code green. Yep, everyone, we had a code, code green. green. So that was interesting, but it was so, so cool to see all the people and their dogs if they ran with them just rolling in. And I actually got to meet um, – so I do this this review website for runners. It's called WeViews, W-E-E Views. And I saw him wearing a hat, and I was like, hey, I do those. Like, that's super cool. Yeah, I so, see it too. Yep, so it he – featured you once. It did feature me once. I was really excited about that. So – um. I struck up a conversation with him. His name is Michael. Uh, he came up from Connecticut with his wife and his dog, Dio. Uh, he was like the second place male in the... Did he do the 10K? He might have done the 10K too. And um, he was just super nice. We chatted for a little while. I told him it was my first time. And he actually reviewed my race So <laughs> on WeViews. Um, so I, nice. I, I read it and um, he gave me some like good constructive criticism, just a couple things that we could have improved on. And I'm like, thank you for being honest. Like, yeah. I really appreciate like... Because how am I supposed to improve right. if I don't if right. I don't hear it? If so. everyone says you have an amazing podcast, like how are we supposed to get any better? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, constructive so, criticism. Yeah, and he was actually really nice too. Um, he gave me a, a Ucan bar, like a, a chocolate like protein mm. bar, and he's like, "You got to try these." Like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I, I'll you can, absolutely you try. can." 
Hashtag, Hashtag no free no ads. Free ads. <laughs> so, yeah, he was just very nice, and I really appreciate the honest review, and he seems like he had a, a great time. His wife, I think, won the... She won the 10K. She was the first female finisher. Congratulations. Yeah, so they just did awesome, and they had a super cute Denise dog, Denise was too. third. She was third. Yeah. Man, everybody did so well. It did get kind of hot out there, but at least it was breezy. Well, for the end of my event... Yeah. ...was cleanup. Cleanup. Uh, Katie drove again. Mm-hmm. She got a little better this time. Yep. Shauna sat in the bed of my truck. Oh, you guys had a great system. I saw the video you And guys I were just doing. walked and picked up a cone and handed it to Shauna. Picked up a cone and handed it to Shauna. It was What awesome. a system we had. That was so much easier than putting them out. And maybe, ne- maybe next time it could be the same way where Shauna can sit in the truck. We just didn't start that way. Yeah. Because there was no room in the truck. Right. To get it because it took the 300 cones took up the space. Yeah. Surprise <laughs> guest. <laughs> runner in the 10 miler. Ron Kuzmar, so spoiler alert, everybody. Our, our camera shrunk. <laughs> Ron is going to be, it's still recording the same. Ron is going to be on a future episode coming up in a couple weeks, in June actually, but he's jumping on. Ron, we are here talking about the TI 10 miler, doing nice. a little race cat review. Maybe you can give us your quick review of the 10 miler. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the. Oh, we was... got no sound from Ron. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Is that, you? Is that you? It's your fault. There we go. There we go. Yeah, it's his it fault. It is my <laughs> fault. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Welcome, Ron. Nice to see you. <laughs> you too. You too. Well, it was it was awesome getting to see you at the TI 10 Miler the other day. I got I finally got to like see you in person. On I know the that was great. We yep. got a little high five moment, and yep. then you impeded. I actually have this in my notes while we're picking up the cones because that is literally what we we're just yeah. talking about. <laughs> You were driving away in your truck, and you stopped in the middle of traffic, caused a traffic jam, and I stopped picking up cones, and I walked over to your your passenger window, stuck my hand in, gave a nice firm handshake, and we delayed traffic for about, I would say, 24 seconds. (laughs) It's so specific. 24 seconds. Not 25, not 23. 24. Uh. Nobody – no one honked any horns, so I didn't feel like the pressure – there was a cop car right next to us. It was our escort. So it was it was it was great. But I did get back to the end of the race. Yes. And every every well, some of our favorite people were there, but really everybody was gone. Everything was already torn down. The party was over. I do feel bad that he didn't get to enjoy it because I at least he did got miss to, everything. I got yeah. to see you. I got to see Nicole. I got to see Steve and Dave and yep. just everybody. We got some pictures at the end. I mean, I had myself a beer. I definitely needed that beer at the end. Um, oh, it's funny. You were talking about holding up traffic and there was a cop right there. I'm drinking a beer in Arms Park and a cop comes over to me and I was like trying to hide it like to speed discreet. And he didn't care. He was just like, oh, we had a great time. Like you you'd put on a good a good show. And I was like, thanks. And he was like my main contact for, for the police. But it was, yeah, whew, a whirlwind of a day. So to wrap things up. Yeah. I mean, we did. Return the cones and the signs mm-hmm. and stuff. Actually, today you had to go out and find a missing sign. <laughs> there was a missing sign. We forgot to pick up the the four and six miler from the from the ten mile race. But so, final thoughts. How do you think it went, and what would you do differently? Well, I would hopefully set up more like of the sign so you don't have to, <laughs> or whoever is volunteering oh, doesn't have to. I do have a fix. Ooh, and put more signs out. We that was just need thing. one more person. Yes, but we split into two. I would even go for five and put three on cones, two on signs. Yeah. That's how that's how we fix the cones and signs deal with the time. Yeah. But I did get a couple a couple 
uh, constructive criticisms where you could use some more signs um, just pointing you straight because there were like long stretches where you had no signs and you had no idea if you were still on the right thing. Even on the course, even though, because sometimes on the rail trail, there might be a trail to the left or the right. yeah, Even though it's keep, not a to road. To let you but, know that you're going the right way, that yeah. you're doing awesome. Because they do have signs that say, like, keep going. They're looking great. I like that. So, I like that. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a couple things I'll work on for next year. But it'll be a party. For next year. Do you think that we might do anything in between now and then? That is up for debate. Okay. And uh, you and I are going to have to do some chatting. All right. All right. <laughs> well, that was – it was a great day. I had a blast. Um, you got to go home and drink on the porch. I went home you, and you watched say that three and that kids. Didn't quite exactly happen. I did not. I did not get to enjoy my porch porch beers. So. Oh well, you know, <laughs> I still st- had stuff to do. I went home and took care of children. So, uh, but it was all worth it. It was <laughs> sorry, all sorry. worth it. I had a blast. I can't wait to do it again and do more. And the one, the one regret I have. Mm-hmm. And Ron would have missed out on this if I capitalized. But when we were all there talking after, mm-hmm. and it was Lena, Jenna, Laura, Nicole, Steve, Denise, you, Rachel, Karen. Karen. Mm-hmm. Um, that, so that's nine people. We didn't We'd, get a group picture. We didn't get a group picture. Oh, that's right. Well, I got <laughs> I got separate pictures with a lot of people, but just not the the giant group. So I, I do regret not getting a, so, a large picture either. To make up for it, guys, next Tuesday, not tomorrow. Well, next Tuesday, when you're listening to this, we're all going to get back together at Arms Park with the same exact clothing that you had. We're going to get there at 6.30 in the morning before everyone goes to work and take a group photo. Weather's going to be perfect. Ron, it's a long commute for you, but you got to make the trip. I won't even be there. I'm kidding. I'll be in New York. All right. Well, You've let's... had a better excuse. I'm just tired. And I don't want to get up early. We're going to start our interview with Ron now. So we got to end this episode, yes. the bonus, the second episode of the week. Yeah, it was a long a, one. Ooh, yeah. It took a long time. We're at 50 minutes. It's oh, pretty boy. good. Okay. So, Erica, you did a great job. I'm very proud of you. Thank I knew you. it was Thank going you. to be stressful. I knew there was going to be some some of those moments. So I was like, I'm going to you know, do everything I can, especially on the promoting side and talking about it and just reminding you to talk about it sometimes and throwing it in show notes because – you know, and be like, I would text you, hey, send me a little audio clip of you saying, hey, guys, come out to the which race. Which I never did. Oops. You never did that one. <laughs> that one time, which I want to do exactly the week before. But regardless, you did an amazing job. Thank you. And you're only going to do better. Or can I rephrase that? We are going to do better. <laughs> there you go. I like that. And and uh, promise me I won't be stuck on the middle of a course doing just standing there. If we're going to be partners, there's no way you're going to be stuck out there. Thinking, but we got to recruit some new volunteers. I'm thinking you put that's, me behind a key. microphone. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. I don't want to do it. I want to be behind the microphone. <laughs> I just yes, might pronounce I might pronounce some names wrong. But you just one, need to say first names. That's what I was doing for a lot of them. Okay. Yeah, one name I'll name. never pronounce wrong, though, because I know it now. What? Ron Kuzmar. There we go. <laughs> all right. Let's get to our interview. So you got to end this one. Thank you all for coming to my race. I hope you had a great time. I'm looking forward to hearing how you liked it. So be very honest with me so we can make next year great. And don't forget to stretch.
What's up, fam? What's up, people? Welcome to the show. Yo. Uh. (laughs) Uh, I love us. We are great. 